0: I'm Dr. Kate Balistrieri, a psychologist and certified sex therapist based in Beverly Hills. Join me on my new podcast, Get Naked with Dr. Kate, for direct and bold conversations about sex, relationships, mental health, and tangible how-tos. Listen to Get Naked with Dr. Kate wherever you get your podcasts. Uh oh! A what? I detect a tone.
1: No, not at all, Rana. Honestly, I've just been a little bit. It's been a weird couple of days, um, and I don't. What's,
0: what? what's going on?
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I don't think I ever properly thanked you for getting me that upgrade.
0: Oh well, you you're talking about the car.
1: The car. So I, as everyone knows, I. Part of the deal that I decided that we should have is that yes. if, if I'm staying here as long <laughs> as I am, I should probably get a rental car just, you know, so that I can do my own thing when I need to and, ex- you know, expense all my business expenses, uh, my miles and all that, submit those. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. I mean, I, th- I think what you mean is that we agreed yes. that you would that I would rent you a car while yeah. you were here. Because of course you should be able to move around and I didn't really want you driving my car or any of my cars, I should say. Because what? I didn't really want to deal with like a sticky a sticky steering wheel. Well, I and mean, I suppose I could have let you drive Jordan's car. Yeah. It's basically the same car I got you. But Wow. You know, oh, you haven't been in the garage. I mean, you're in the carriage house. You don't you, have a look you know in the garage. What I, you
1: ask me why haven't I been here? Why haven't I been there? I have not been let into these places.
0: So you're saying you don't have keys? That's the issue.
1: I only have a key to the carriage house.
0: Yeah. Well, the garage is. You know, you could open the door to the garage, but in any event, that's exactly right. I said, let's get you a rental while you're here, so you'd have some freedom. You can get your beefsteak tomatoes. So you can go at the time. You could go to the JCC, which you can't really do anymore.
1: Yeah, but I know. maybe
0: they'll reopen. Who maybe,
1: knows? but and Rana, then you'll be
0: out of my gym, and then that'll be good.
1: It was a gorgeous, a, really a gorgeous car. I mean, I had rented a, what I thought that was, was going to be a Fiesta, and then you—well,
0: that uh, was a brand new BMW.
1: A bra- it had less than a thousand miles on it,
0: right off the line.
1: I couldn't believe it. I truly felt like a movie star. But and, Ron, so I wanted to first thank you. You are for- a
0: movie star. Excuse me. Are talking me. about
1: Desperados?
0: Let's pause for a moment. You are absolutely a movie star. I
1: was the star of that movie. You're right. You are
0: not the only movie star we're having on this podcast today. We have two movie stars, both from the number- We have number... an actual
1: movie star and someone who was in a movie.
0: We have two movie stars <laughs> from the number one film on Netflix, which must mean something.
1: I mean, it right? means a lot, Rana.
0: Absolutely. It's the number one movie on Netflix, which means Everyone in the world is watching it, Padme.
1: Yeah,
0: and you stole the show, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, Rhonda, that's only. What's the as name far of that
0: I'm guy concerned. you were in that scene with?
1: Alan McLeod. A- Alan MacLeod. He McLeod. Is, so By the honest. way, he is the opposite of that in real life. He's like the lightest, sweetest, most laid back. The and two
0: it, of you together. He's also so on fine. that show. You are the worst. He's terrific yep. on that. He's terrific. So now you're a TV star and a movie star.
1: Ronna, and you're I mean, tooling
0: around Mobilehead in a BMW.
1: I mean, listen, that's something I yeah. never expected to happen. But I do want to suggest, before I get to my next point, yeah. I, I do want to suggest, I do think that you probably, and I can look around for a guy, you probably need to put bars on your windows. I don't know if you've ever considered that. And Of my um, home? Yeah. Just so that no one can break in or anything. Because I have to tell you, Rana, something really awful to me happened.
0: What happened?
1: I was driving around. I was so this place is completely unsafe. That's what I'm gonna say. Marblehead has a crime rate of a thousand to per per five people. I don't know what that means. But that crime rate's much higher than you think it is, Ronan. You need to start you need to start reading the paper. Because this is what I'm gonna tell you.
0: You think I'm not looking at the crime blotta?
1: Well, Ron, a, hor- a horrible a You think crime- I don't
0: know when a lobsterman, a drunken lobsterman wand is out of his Lobster pound and then is arrested naked in the middle of the street. and well, this is what has I maybe tell you. been arguing with another man, not clear whether he was a lobsterman or not. At I don't want to talk in the about morning, that, that sort of thing.
1: Don't talk about him, <laughs> Ronna.
0: I didn't say it was him.
1: I was at a social event. We've got distance.
0: a lot of lobstermen around here. I was. <laughs> Well, this is all
1: I know. I was down. I was at the lobsterman's mother's house. We were all yeah. doing a big social distance barbecue. Which was only really just like eating beef sticks and smoking cigarettes.
0: Right. Well, she's in in Winthrop. I hope you didn't eat any of the clams because I think there's a red tide going on right now. But anyway,
1: well, all I want to say is I drove back from Winthrop.
0: <laughs> beef sticks.
1: I stopped. <laughs> I stopped to get gas. When I came out. Your, and I don't know what you're going to do because I, I just don't know how expensive this stuff is. So I guess you probably have it covered somewhere. But the window was completely smashed in. And I didn't want to tell you, but now I'm going to tell you. <gasps> Someone smashed in the passenger window. There was glass everywhere. I didn't pick any of it up. It's all still in the car. And I was going to return it to your friend because I didn't want you to find out about it. But I do feel like maybe I should tell you before I return it to the friend. And also, <gasps> I don't know if they take a check or if I need to get your credit card. Or I'm, I'm just not sure what's going to happen.
0: Well, I got that car right from Jürgen at the BMW place. Yeah, so
1: Jürgen's going to have a real problem with you, possibly. So I would, I would do whatever you can, Ronnie.
0: First to. of all, are mm-hmm. you okay? That's my first question.
1: Oh, I'm fine. I barely thought about it, honestly. Stuff I mean, is
0: just stuff, but I want to make sure you're okay.
1: Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I mean, I didn't. I first I felt a little guilty because I was like, oh god, what am what 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 am I going to do? Like she needs to, she's going to have to talk to Jürgen or whatever his name is. I Already forgot. Jürgen. And Jürgen. And what? Where, where is he from, by the way? He has such a cute accent.
0: He's German. It's a BMW dealership. Is he German? Yeah, you don't oh, okay. know. You don't know a German accent by now.
1: Well, I didn't know if it was German or Austrian or you know. In,
0: in fairness, you're right. He's Bavarian. See, Rana, you're right, and they do make a distinction. Yeah.
1: Well, so I didn't want to offend him, but anyway, so. I'm not sure really. And again, this is another need for HR because I don't know the process of taking this up to the ladder to submit the claim for the window replacement. I just, I don't know if, I assume that's to you, but you really, first of all, you need to hire HR. Thank you for the car and call Juergen ASAP.
0: I'm so glad. And don't
1: go outside and walk around my car because you'll probably get
0: I'm so glad we're discussing this here and now on the podcast as opposed to, you know, Well, now I have friends listening.
1: Well, I have backup.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad. This feels like the right place, the right space to discuss this.
1: Well, Ronna, I got nervous. I didn't want to tell you with if without anyone else listening. And I know that, you know
0: Believe me, I know when you have something on your mind, you want to get it off.
1: I can't I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That is true about me. Well,
0: I wanna say I'm glad that you're all right. Thank you, Ronna. We'll take the car back to Jurgen. He'll fix the window, and maybe he'll give you a car that's a little bit less expensive so you don't have to feel badly. No, no, no. When you're driving around. Because they have, I think they have either a Kia or a Hyundai dealership on that same lot. Oh, no.
1: No, no, no. no so that I,
0: when you're driving around, you don't have to feel like- Oh, I didn't. Someone's going to attack you at a gas station because you're so showy. You have this gorgeous car. So we'll get you something I that's a little safer for you. No, I would have would that the make same, you feel better?
1: No, because I would I'll have talk thought, to you again. Oh, d- d- I'll talk to Oh, I'll talk to Juergen. But I, I, no, that's okay, Ronna. That's, you know what? Everything's fine. I'll, I'll get the window fixed. It's, it'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> also, I wanted to tell you I did get you, and you're not gonna like this.
0: Buys on my windows.
1: Well yes. is that well, would that
0: look good on my house, do you think? Right well, on the windows. What's more
1: important, safety or looking good?
0: First of all, this place nothing happens in this place except a couple of lobster brawls. Yeah. And, you know, every now and again somebody crawls over the border from Lynn and breaks into a house. But you know, the I have invited a, a me to whole a lobster fight. Surveillance system. Oh wow. Like a cock fight, but a lobster fight?
1: Have you ever been to one? No. Of
0: yeah. course. Yeah. Well, how they was it, it?
1: I think, well, I haven't been. He invited me and I asked what are they- Is it a do?
0: fight or is it like a turtle race?
1: It's sort of like a turtle race, but I think I think they slip something to them, to be honest with you. H- how? I guess, do they have mouths?
0: They must.
1: Yeah. So yeah. maybe I they I don't know how they do it.
0: feed it to them like a little dog. He
1: yeah. says it's a lot just of fun. And his bite. father nearly lost all his money from betting on those.
0: Oh. That's so unsurprising. <laughs> I'm so glad you're soaking in the local color while you're here.
1: Well, you know, Rana, I have to say, I I really think this town- We can talk
0: about- Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, this town is really beautiful, and I really, really love it. I just-
0: But you don't feel safe here.
1: It's It's coming to a point where I think- I don't know if something honestly, I'll be honest. I don't know if something like that has a more of a pickup speed like a Tesla might make me feel safer to where I can get out of things faster. Oh, I don't I, I see. don't know though. You know, oh,
0: I see. Because oh, electric cars
1: pick up fast.
0: Yes. No, I've driven a Tesla, but thank you. You're welcome. And I've certainly been in one or two. Mm-hmm. But I they actually make you feel a little nauseous at first if you don't know how to drive them. Because they really? pick up so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well if I need to a get jolt. out of a
1: scrape or So you
0: think you might need to upgrade the car?
1: I think I need either that or some kind of race car. I don't know.
0: Huh. (sighs) Have you thought about doing the Cannonball Run yet?
1: No, I don't. That's
0: like from the the movie? Just like the movie. The Cannonball Run is the record for how long it takes to drive from, I believe, New York to Los Angeles. And it has been broken during quarantine Something like six times already. Wow! Because there's nobody on the there's road, no one so on people the road. have been doing it. That's a little. Well, now bit of there's people. Now everybody's on the roads, because uh, it is a little bit of a cheat. You're right. Yeah. Now everybody's on the roads because they're all renting AVs and campus because they think that sounds like fun for more than two days. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. This is
1: where my Rana comes out. Is that fun?
0: Not to me. I, I mean, would
1: rather sleep in like a tent on the beach than in an RV.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like when you're a little kid, you get on the IV and you think this is so fun. It's a car. That's a house. Yes. So for the first seven to ten hours, are we going to use the fridge? Let's make a snack. Let's play kitchen. I'm going to go. Let's go jump on the bed. We're going to use the bathroom, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sort of like a hotel room. And then after the first day. I mean, in the RV, presumably, you don't have housekeeping service. No, so and it nobody smells, comes. Yeah, and it's Nobody crusty. comes back to reset it. No. And guess who's responsible for the toilet? You are.
1: Ugh.
0: It's not an airplane. No one's coming to empty the toilet for you. You have to empty the toilet. It's porta potty. It's a giant porta potty yeah. that happens to have a hot plate, a, a uh, refrigerator, and a card table. That's what it is.
1: I've seen Christmas Vacation, Rana. I know how they am it.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I feel the same way about a tour bus too. People think, "Oh, what if you could have a hundred thousand dollar tour bus?" I don't want to be on anything that has to take me from a place to another place for the long longer than it takes to get to that place.
1: And also, that is storing my my bathroom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your your uh refuse, shall yes. we say? Sure. Yeah, I think the novelty wears off fast. All right, we'll I
1: talk think. to Eugenie and
0: Jürgen.
1: Jürgen, and we'll, you know we'll...
0: he's a little—he's uh, a little funny too. You two might—is that supposed to
1: be gay, Rana?
0: <laughs> it's supposed to be a, com- a comedian. <laughs> he's a comedian. You're, you're telling
1: me a German person is
0: funny? I'm just saying Jürgen's a little funny. You might see, you know, when you go to take the chiron. You know, you're spending so much time at the Lobster Pound. What if you spent a little time at the car dealership instead?
1: Well, Ronna, I have to tell you this. Yeah. If you think I'm hopping into bed with the German and if you think that would be fun for me to be screamed at like that, it's not happening.
0: Is that what you think happens in bed with the German?
1: I just think they know what they want and I think it's very efficient. Like I don't I think, think it's they know
0: of- what they want in regular life and then when you get into the bedroom, <sighs> All they, bets want are you- off. they want you to know what you want. That's what I think.
1: You know what? That sounds like a party. I'd love to meet him.
0: <laughs> well, you'll be meeting him when you take the car in to get the Well,
1: you'll show me a picture when you take the car in.
0: Okay. When okay. you take the car. <laughs> when I take the car in. Is that what I mean? Come I on. can't
1: confront him. I'm, I'm just either- going to
0: put on my, it's not a confrontation. You're just going to get the car fixed. Okay. Not everything's a confrontation. Sometimes you're just going to get the car fixed. It's his job to fix the car.
1: I know, but he's. I just want to make it clear, I didn't do anything in this scenario.
0: The more you make that clear, the more it seems like perhaps you did.
1: I didn't. So I will tell him, I'll just go in and say, hey, how's your day? Anyway, here.
0: Did you file a police d- report?
1: No, Ronna. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't need to be told that I'm funny by a police person. I don't. <laughs> I don't need to be told, walk that line and let's see if you sashay. I don't need that.
0: I don't think they were gonna give you oh, you're telling me there was drinking involved? <laughs> no, no, just, honestly. Is that I've how never, it is <laughs> I've never
1: called the police before. So I guess you don't have to walk the line for anything.
0: I don't think you no, you have to walk the line if you have a DUI.
1: Okay, because I don't need to be called swish by a cops.
0: I don't think any of that was gonna happen. Really. But I appreciate your creativity. Okay. Should we get to our little comments here or whatever we Yeah, got? we got
1: some great ones.
0: I have to say things have been fabulous in the Carriage House as well. So if people want to join us there, it's patreon.com slash Rana.
1: That's right. $5. Comes every Friday. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a totally different show.
1: It is literally totally a brand new different show. different show. Every Friday. And $10 and the- lets you see the video for Sauna Privileges. And this month we're donating $2 of Sauna Privileges uh, memberships, uh, new memberships to colorofchange.org.
0: Yeah, which is an amazing organization. Fabulous. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, which we're very excited about. And then we have our book club coming up.
1: That's right.
0: Which is, we're reading a Sydney Sheldon, which is so naughty, but we're doing it anyway. I
1: can't, I really can't wait.
0: Sydney Sheldon, The Other Side of Midnight.
1: So excited. I've and, never read a book like that, really.
0: Uh, no, it's, it'll be like a dirty pleasure, yeah. probably. Um, which I haven't read in about 30 years, so I'm sure it'll be, you know, awful, but awfully good as they say.
1: I'm going to I'm going to highlight some passages and hand it over to Yevgeny when I visit him or whatever. Yevgeny. Jurgen. Jurgen.
0: And have him read them. Yeah, why not? Oh, he's just going to slip them to him.
1: I'll slip it to him and say there's something very interesting in here.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? And I haven't read it, but I imagine it involves like silk stockings and a gun.
0: And then we that sounds about right. <laughs> probably a per, probably a gun that fits on your inner thigh.
1: Exactly, which Just only a tiny...
0: <laughs> two women in the world could possibly pull off. Yeah, Charlie's Charlie's Theron, and I don't know who else. Yep. Uh, maybe Diane Lane because you love Diane Lane. So she much. could
1: do that actually. Yeah, I could. See yeah, that.
0: she could. I could see her. Diane Lane could definitely roll stockings up her leg. I would say definitely. Yeah. She definitely. definitely knows how to do the stocking roll and then attach. Yes. Yeah. There'll definitely be some attachable stockings in this book. There's no question. And then we continue to do a film festival where we keep, well, uh, we watch our Quarantine International Film Festival. We watch movies and then we talk about them. Like we're experts, just like right. everything else we do. So yeah, every month it's something different. Now, Rana. Yeah.
1: I want to read some of these reviews because they're so wonderful. Okay, male feminist gave us five stars. Love it. Hello, hello everyone. They said to do that in Rana's voice.
0: Oh, here. Let's see. Let's see it. Me? Okay. Oh, come on. You think I don't think you have a Rana impersonation?
1: Rana, I literally thought I just did it. Oh.
0: <laughs> hello.
1: I'll try it again. <laughs> hello, everyone. I can't do it.
0: It's pretty good. Oh, thanks. Yeah.
1: This podcast is the audio equivalent of a bowl of your Bubby's chicken soup. Parentheses Rana, and some eighteen dollar avocado toast at a bottomless brunch. Brian, you fear your soul has been
0: (laughs) the gone you bottomless.
1: They mean the alcohol's bottomless. Oh, like the a bo- brunch
0: is bottomless. You're not. Oh, okay. It says I'm not, Brian I'm not right eating after. eggs
1: in a t-shirt and nothing else.
0: It says bottomless brunch, com- parentheses, Brian. Go That's on. my nickname.
1: <laughs> you feel your soul has been nourished after consuming it and everyone is jealous after seeing it on your Instagram. I love to listen as I clean my apartment. Shades of Vanilla, or walk socially distanced to the local cafe wishing they served the Carriage House Blend. Subscribe now and binge to catch up by next week's episode. Very nice. What a fabulous review. Fabulous. We also got another one from Ari That's Me. (laughs) I
0: love the names. I do. Me too.
1: The headline for this one is Adderall with a Laura Piana Chaser. Oh. Love this podcast. It's classy. It's energetic. And it's sophisticated. SMPW wrote, true joy and wisdom, five stars. Thank you both for this amazing gift. The hilarious, smart, and bold narrative deliver wisdom and laughter every time I listen. Equally balancing the light and deep whilst guiding all to the truth. The best podcast to date and the, wow, and the only one that I have ever written a review about. Wow. Y'all are a treasure. Thank you. Now Rana, we have I think another that, one.
0: I think that was a little, a little nod to you, saying y'all are a treasure. I think people oh, from Texas, from my Texas like, roots, they like it when yeah, they like it when you know they're from Texas too.
1: Well, I love I I see you and you yeah. see me. <laughs> a little okay, Rana. Look, this <clears throat> one I have to say they gave us five stars.
0: Okay, wonderful, fabulous.
1: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna deliver this one softly because I think he wrote it softly. Okay. The headline is, excuse me, I love you, but.
0: Oh, a but.
1: Seven minutes doing a coffee promo? Absolutely not. Please keep it to under two minutes from here on out. Mazel top on shades of vanilla, though. It's quite delicious. Okay. Well, first one up to ease this well, a little more. Well, what's the I, name?
0: First of all, what's the name of the review?
1: That's a good question. I don't think I have it. I'll go, I'll go look right now. They did leave. Oh, excuse me. Brand you.
0: Brand new.
1: B-R-A-N-N-Y-O-U. Brand Brand you. Brand you. Brand you. Yeah.
0: They want an hour and 37 minutes of, hour 39 minutes of free content. They don't want an hour and 32 minutes of free content. Is that right?
1: I, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Yeah.
0: Okay. I see their point entirely. I just hope, I really hope that in addition to sending us a letter, they also sent a letter to NBC, <laughs> CBS, Netflix, who they pay $15 a month to. Sure, yeah. HBO Max, Hulu. <laughs> I, I apologize to Brian EO. I apologize to Brianna EO. It was a glowing
1: <laughs> review. Just with yeah. that.
0: I know, I'm just being a jerk. Okay, should we get to our guest? I'd love to. He is uh, I love this guy. He's such a doll. I'm telling you, He's Honor. so fabulous. And he, I just, I can't wait to hear what he's been up to because first he's a TV star. Yeah. Then he's a movie star.
1: Yeah. With, uh, with then a, he's a TV star. Yeah.
0: Now he's a TV star with his own series. I can't wait to hear, I also want to hear about the hijinks you two got up to in Mexico together.
1: Oh, Padme! On tell the you. set of
0: Netflix's number one streaming. Oh, I just did a commercial for Netflix. I've I've spent at least seven minutes talking about. Now you've wasted everyone's today. time,
1: Rana. <laughs> all
0: right, they're never going to
1: get that second back.
0: Let's get to our guest. Attention, carriage house members. Run a year to tell you all about Anchor FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person. I have a staff. Excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify Directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to Anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss Kiss. Rana.
1: Brian. <laughs> that was funny.
0: Do you love true crime podcasts? But of not course. all the murder and death. Yes. Then I think we have something for you, excuse me.
1: Lacey Mosley. AKA, she's the best. We've had her on the show. The scam goddess Uh loves fraud, hoodwinks, hoaxes, swindles, and double crosses. (laughs) <laughs> Which is why she created her podcast, Scam Goddess. It's a podcast dedicated to all things fraud and those who practice
0: it. The first of all, we love Lacey. We've had her on, she's and the she's best. beyond entertaining and adorable. Yep. Each week, she's joined by hilarious comedians to talk the hottest hoodwinks, greatest griffs, and dubious double crosses. is that fun? You just see her wearing a, a fedora and a pair Absolutely. of glasses and a trench coat yep. with nothing on under it, excuse of course. me. If you listen to her episode. You know she's a real uh, dabbler. Very eighties, uh, and she they send Lacey their own stories of scamming and being scammed, and she makes sure um their scams are retired, meaning they're not still running the scam. Sure, because she it's not snitching on anyone.
1: No, she doesn't want to do that. She's
0: a scam god. It's not a snitch.
1: She's had hilarious comedians like Nicole Byer, Tawny Newsom, Lauren Lapkus, Carl Tart, and more. So please join the. Can I say this, Rana? Sure. Con Gregation.
0: Oh, that's cute. And that's check out Scam cute.
1: Goddess right now. You can subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen.
0: Now wait a minute, Brian. Rana. Have I done it again?
1: You've done it again. And I have to say, Yeah. This guy went, I, we talked about it from a TV star.
0: Sure. To be the, he was lead a in the star. number
1: one Netflix movie.
0: Yeah. This week. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's mm -hmm. nothing, by the way. That's just something he happened to do along the way. That along the way. something he was planning on doing. But I've also
1: been reading articles of plenty being like, Lamorne Morris is your new romantic lead. Everywhere saying this. (laughs) People are pumped about it.
0: Well, I happen to know. I mean, excuse me. But
1: he's too busy to be the romantic lead, Ronna, because guess what? We closed our eyes for a second. Yeah. And he's going to be the star of his own show yeah. called Woke on Hulu.
0: Which is coming out in a minute. I have to Excuse tell me. you,
1: I, the fact that I have breathed the same Mexican coast air as this person <laughs> is truly a privilege at this point because we're doing with I'm afraid
0: the to even ask you to what you got <laughs> up to in Mexico. That's what I'm afraid to ask. Sure. Because that looked like it was the most Fun shoot. You that, should have been yeah, there, Ronna. I mean, you really oh, should
1: have come. You would have it. I mean, loved it, it
0: just looked like, look at all these gorgeous people in Mexico together. Yeah. I hate to tell you. And look, I don't want to be personal, Lamorne, but there was some sort of a body transformation. I'm just going to come out and say it. And I, and I don't know whether people are saying it or they're not saying it, but I saw you on New Girl. You were adorable then. Your yep. the whole posture has changed to me.
1: Lamar Morris has worked out and has risen.
0: He was wearing tank tops in that film, Brian. Excuse me. I know he was, and that's not easy to
1: pull off.
0: Who would wear a tank top unless they really knew they could?
1: Lamorne, were you working out every day? I did not think this would be the first question. There we go. Were you working out like crazy before that movie, or have you just
2: been on a health kick for a long time now? I was working out like crazy before the movie. I was working on another project prior, which I had to get in shape for.
0: Vin Diesel uh, And I just kept going. Vin mm-hmm. Diesel. We talking about Vin Diesel now?
2: Yeah, that 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 Vin Diesel movie, uh, Bloodshot, that one. Um, so I had to get in shape a little bit, and then I just figured, oh, if I'm going to be on the beach, I might as well, you know, pull this chest out a little bit, show some nip. Show if you've some, got it, plant try, it. Yeah. Buys, you know, <laughs> as well. Uh, but I got too skinny, though. That was the problem. When I when I, I I looked at myself on camera and I looked sick. I looked like really like I had a oh, you dangerous you cough. Looked si- yeah.
0: You thought you looked skinny? I didn't skinny? think so. I thought you looked fabulous. How are you, dear? (laughs) How are you holding up in quarantine?
2: I'm holding up fantastically, if that's a word. Yeah. Uh, It's as good as I can be. Obviously, quarantine is one thing. And then all the the social craziness happening, uh, that's another thing. Yeah. Just trying to stay busy and, and and you know, keep things moving forward. Well,
0: speaking of which, how could this this TV show that you're doing be coming I mean, is that does that seem crazy that that's coming out at this time? That that
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: The country's having this incredible moment and how unbelievable that there's a show that's going to speak right to that thing.
2: It's insane. Um that's Which also reasons... looks
0: hysterical by the I way. I know I was going to
2: say but also it was yeah. completely yeah. creative
1: yeah. in a way yeah. that I haven't really seen before. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's based on a real guy's life, Keith Knight, a cartoonist who kind of was walking the the middle of the road politically. He was very ambiguous in that fact where he didn't really take sides and he didn't think racism existed until it happened to him and then his mind becomes more aware of all his surroundings, obviously with the help of weird cartoon characters talking to him and things coming to life and uh so he goes a bit off of his off the deep end, but He starts to form a voice in which he thinks can maybe cause some sort of change. Um, uh, It's cool, man. We got a dope cast. Blake Anderson is in it. T. Murph. Yeah, Rose McGyver. It's it's a, like, I'm I'm happy to do the show. I I got cast two years ago in the show. Oh, my God. And... And it just so happens to be coming out now, which is absolutely insane.
0: So. Well, the trailer looks amazing, it I does. have to say. and it, Which came out a minute ago, the trailer. And I think people mm-hmm. are going to be so excited about this show. And it's so fun to get to see you as the center of something on a series. Because New Girl was really an ensemble show where you all had your mm-hmm. moments. But it's going to be really mm-hmm. fun to see you be the fella. But you oh, know what, one that's you. not what this show's about, really. I mean, we didn't really bring you here to talk about your career. <laughs>
2: We didn't. We brought
0: you here because this people This has need
2: gone help. way off track, Rana.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my! Are you drinking <coughs> Starbucks?
2: Yeah, somebody left it on my front door.
0: Lamont. Okay, what's wrong with it that? Not,
2: oh, I know. What's it wrong. may
0: not have reached you yet, but LeMorne. we sent you some Ask Rana coffee. So I'm hoping oh, that you just gonna, got it. Did you realize Was that? What's
2: on my door? It looked. I got be. packaged today <laughs> when I got this coffee.
0: And did you? And you saw it in the bag. And did it? Did you sniff it? Did you give it a good sniff?
2: Let me, let me let me tell you something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to drink coffee now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go and stick that damn thing in a in a thing and then put I, hot water in a thing.
0: Well, when you get a moment, you better stick that thing in that thing and then put in the water and discover how good your life can be. Because we've got I two will. flavors in there. We've got a carriage house blend and a shades of vanilla. And people go crazy for it. They do. Crazy for it. Yeah. And honestly, I want your it. review. I want your review. Sure. Okay. This
1: is getting a little too sexy for me, frankly, the banter between you two. So I'd like to go ahead and get started before this turns. Let's do that. that. I feel I could cut it with a knife. I I feel very like I am the third wheel. So we need to get moving. Now, Lamor, we came on, we asked you on here because we want Uh your take on some advice that people have written in about or seeking advice. So we're just going to read some questions and give our Mm -hmm. takes on them. So this is the first one. Rana, should I read it?
0: Please. I love it when Brian reads. It's my favorite part.
1: <laughs> Dear Rana and Brian and guest Lamorne, I'm writing because something has been bothering me for a while and I can't figure out if I'm being overly sensitive or if this is odd behavior and if I can do something about it or if it's just something I have to put up with. Here's the issue. I have a social friend that I get together with from time to time. We haven't seen each other since the lockdown started in our area. Last week, she begged me to meet up with her at a restaurant because she missed me. I was hesitant but ultimately agreed to do a very early dinner outside to avoid other people. She and I have both been working from home and living alone, so I felt relatively safe seeing her in that sort of environment, especially because our state has been on the lower end of cases. That's beside the point, but anyway. We agreed to meet up, and about an hour before our meetup, she texted, I can't make it tonight. No apologies, no explanation. I asked if everything is okay, to which she responded, I'm okay, can we reschedule? I gave her a date and didn't hear from her for five days. And while all of this sounds benign, she has a tendency to cancel plans at the last minute with no explanation or apology and generally just not forthcoming about anything in her life. I've bought movie tickets in the past where she's canceled with no apologies or explanation, made dinner reservations, had her cancel on small birthday dinners where where she had asked to be included. If I were pursuing her friendship and setting up these get-togethers, I would take the hint and stop setting things up because she doesn't seem to want to be my friend. But she's the one initiating these plans and asking me to be included. It's to the point that I expect plans to not pan out and am pleasantly surprised when they do. Usually, it takes two reschedules to actually get together. It drives me crazy. I know she has some health and mental health struggles, so I try to be sympathetic. But I'm struggling with what I perceive as her being really rude since she provides zero context for any of her behavior. Frankly, it feels like she's double booked and pulling a full Ramona Singer on me and not copping to it, and it's every time she makes plans with me. Am I overreacting? And is there some way to fix this dynamic? I like her well enough, so I hate to cut her off over something stupid, but these constant last-minute cancellations are getting on my last nerve. I'd really appreciate your perspectives. Thank you so much, confused friend. Yeah. Someone who is canceling all the time with no explanation. What do you think, Lamorne?
2: Well, she's got options here. Okay. Okay. She can get petty. She can get very, very petty. I like this one. What <laughs> she can start doing is initiating meetups, right? <laughs> and I'm talking deep, deeply planned, far out location meetups. And then just not show up, right? No explanation, nothing. Because then two things could happen either her friend doesn't show up, and then she doesn't show up. Then she'll know. Then if her, then her friend does show up, it's like, what the F? Then she can go, you see, do you see yep. how it feels? Now I know you're, you were, you got PTSD or whatever she's dealing with. Uh, you know, I know you sometimes like spaz out, you know, however, however, that's affecting me in my life and you're causing me to have emotional issues and maybe some mental issues. And, you know, so get your, get your shit together before I end you as a friend or just end you your life in its entirety. Yeah, just saying. I can take your life because that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that warrants a life taking. I didn't know now, the boy would be
0: speaking Brian's language. You is are as that, clearly I'm as, I'm just as he is. ditto. Really, I mean, there's nothing more that I could say except I like the
1: idea about the revenge, though, about putting the you know making making her feel that of just because that is such mm-hmm. a shitty thing to do.
0: The only thing yeah. I would add to that, if I were Brian. Is that I would I would make that plan way far out in the sticks or whatever it is. Sure. And if I were Brian, I would then stake out the plugs. oh and hide in the corn. I would be either no. I would be in my car. Oh. With giant sunglasses and a fur coat, and sure, probably and a scarf. Be away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I would watch her disappointment, and I would watch her frantically text. Saying, where are you? I'm not... But probably what would happen is you would end up out there and she would never show up.
1: What I would do is do all of that and then have a child in my car who would... I would say, go. And they would run out and run right up to her and they'd be in really strange ring makeup. And they would say, get out of here as fast as you can. That's what I would do. And then... Just say, and then just, you know, just sort of play it by ear after that. But just say, and then uh, it, it maybe come clean and say, you know what? You do that to me again. Next time it's going to be Pennywise.
0: Why again,
1: yeah. <laughs> Pennywise?
0: Why again? I mean, hasn't this gone on long enough? I mean, has this ever happened to either of you? That you I mean, who hasn't had a friend like that? I'm going to guess this person's in her 20s or at most to very early 30s.
1: It's a FOMO thing, maybe, that she doesn't want to go to these things but wants to be invited. I don't know.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, I've had something similar happen. uh, But, you know, it was, again, early, early 20s, maybe even late teens that used to happen with one particular buddy. And it was always, I didn't have a car. um, And all my friends, some of my friends had cars, and we would all meet at a movie theater, Uh, Saturday night. Oh, let's go see a movie. Let's go see this movie or whatever. And um, all the friends would drive there and they knew I didn't have a car. So they would say, oh, I'm going to pick Lamorne up. And then this one friend in particular would always go, no, 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 I'll pick him up. I'm like, oh, perfect. He's like, I'm on the way. Lamorne's on the way. I'll pick Lamorne up. I'm like, great. All my friends are now at the movie theater. This other friend then goes, "Ah, I don't want to go anymore. And he would do that often. He would do that often, or he would come to the house, pick me up, get in the car, and go. I don't even want to go to this movie, man. Like I, I don't want to see this movie. And I go, well, it's seven of us, and I think, you know, seven outweighs one. So you know, maybe we should go see the movie. And he's like, and he'll turn the car around, drop me off at home.
0: He would just decide so, not to go.
2: It's but it wasn't like that if, he was trying to get you watch alone. It, you No, no, no. Or get rid of you
1: from the friend group.
0: Well, I thought maybe that that was the first thing I thought was that he thought he didn't like the competition and that he thought you were too charming and he didn't want you to be the top friend. So he tried (laughs) to move. So that he did he ever tell you he wasn't going and then go anyway?
2: No, no. So what did you do? that. That is so annoying. It happened a good amount of times to the point where because... There were times where we would actually go, yeah. So you never knew; right. it was a mixed bag. You didn't know which day was gonna be, and then it got to the point where I, you know, I was onto it. So I would say, "Hey, how do you feel about this movie in particular?" Right? Go, ah, it's not really my thing, and I would go, "Oh, okay, cool." Um, Pete, can you pick me up instead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, well, that so. guy
0: sounds to me like maybe he was suffering some from some anxiety and depression. I mean, I don't know if you're still friends with him, and if that's the case.
2: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That, that must have been it. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, we're still friends. Still, one of my best friends in the world, actually. Yeah. Uh, obviously, those those tendencies changed, you know, the older we become. Yeah. We become. But uh, I just remember in high school, and I still remind him about it all the time. You know, I uh, yeah. remember back in Chicago visiting. I go, hey, you want to go see a movie? <laughs> hey, go <laughs> pick me up.
0: <laughs> I think this girl, I think it's enough. What do you need this friend for? She's only an acquaintance. This isn't even... The mm. guy you're talking about is your best friend in the world. One of your best friends. He has all mm. these other qualities that were worth holding on to. And mm. probably was suffering from a little anxiety and a little depression. And he wanted to go and then he didn't want to go and he didn't want to be in the group. And he wanted to go home and mm. whatever. And he was a dumb teenage boy, so he was selfish enough to ruin you on night over and over again. Mm. And now he's a grown-up or whatever. Probably still has a few yeah. quirks, but... She, this is just a girl who likes to feel like her calendar's full And has absolutely no respect whatsoever for you or your time Mm -hmm. She's not your friend She's just a person who likes to feel busy And if it didn't bother you That you were going to get cancelled on all the time You know, if you sort of thought, eh, I'll make plans with the She that shows up, she doesn't show up If she doesn't show up, I don't care Then it's fine but it does bother you. And it sort of should. I mean, it's disrespectful.
1: Especially the zero explanation part. Like, Lamorne, at least you got a I don't feel like going. You That's know what I mean? I don't want would to see drive this drive me insane. But this was- the
0: moment where she says, uh, are you okay? And she says, yeah, I'm fine. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to give an explanation. I don't feel that I owe you that. I just don't feel like doing it. She doesn't come to dinner because she either doesn't feel like doing it or she has got another invitation. Yeah, she just or, wanted
2: to be invited, maybe.
0: You are absolutely look, I, on I'm, the C list with her.
2: Now look, I'm all about I'm all about that, you know, getting rid of her as a friend. But you have to, you have, you have to have Pennywise show up first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You you have to do that. You have it's like a it's Baby like when Pennywise. a pool is dirty. When a pool is dirty, you have to shock it with like chlorine, a good amount of chlorine. <laughs> Get it clean first. That's
1: right. Then,
2: you know, put a little bit of chlorine and maintain it. But you got to shock the shit out of it first. I couldn't agree more.
1: Send well, Pennywise right over there. And do it once. <laughs> he should go over there for every time she canceled. If you don't,
0: if you don't go with the Pennywise route, I would just say, you also don't owe this person any explanation. I just, every (laughs) time they, every time they ask you for plans, I would just say, oh, can't do it. Send the vomit emoji. Yeah. Every time. I love the vomit emoji. It's the best one. It's my favorite one. It's the best one. And I like Mm. the guy with the dollar sign eyeballs. Oh,
1: money, baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Next question. Help. My grandma is just the worst. Dear Ron at Bryan, an esteemed, brilliant guest. That's you, Ron. Oh, last thank you. week, so I received a birthday card from my dad's mother for $100. This sounds basic at first, but I really, really, really need help. As a quick background, my grandmother is very complicated. She was abusive towards my aunt. She is homophobic, and she's my last family member who doesn't know I'm gay says you. We've been estranged since I was young, except for a very uncomfortable junior year of high school. My youngest sister and I had to live at her house so we could transfer to a better school. I've been avoiding her since college. I'm 24 now. But she still pops up once every six months to berate me about not having contacted her and how she's worried about my safety as a flight attendant because of heights. Not kidding. She sent me a check in... I, mean, I don't mean to laugh. But he's a flight attendant and he doesn't I mean come on. Oh okay. you
1: mean because he's gay and also <laughs> I a flight mean, being, it's just sort of like
0: I'm just saying fill she's in the blanks. A, an old woman and he's 24 so he thinks nobody knows what he's up to. But right. he's a flight he's a 24 year old gay flight attendant. He's
1: focused on his he, career, Rana. And
0: he thinks his grandmother doesn't know that. True. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to get a lot of garbage for that from the fans. But in any event, okay. She sent me a check in the mail last week for $100 with a note saying, I'm getting old, Cody. I miss you. And uh, uh, Alosia, my sister's name is Alyssa. So she wrote it as Alosia. she misspelled her granddaughter's name. A-L-O-S-I-A. Yes. (laughs) My (laughs) My question is, should I reach out to her? She's notorious for her long, almost bullying phone calls. And I know once that she has my number. She'll keep calling me back. And I do, and do I cash the check? I feel it's kind of messed up to keep avoiding her, but take her money. I look forward to your advice, and I will never be able to tell you how much you both mean to me. Thank you for your hard work and for the laughs in this difficult time. Cody.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Well... Yeah, what do you think, Lamar? Do you think, does she take the money and what do you think? What are the yes, real questions here? The,
0: the questions are, the what money? do I do? Do I give her my phone number? Yeah. Do I call her back and okay. then she'll have my phone number and she's going to call me hundred all day long and, and have bu- a bullying, abusive phone call or talk garbage about every other person in the family? Do I cash the check? Okay. Do I have a relationship yeah. with this person? And if I choose to keep the limited relationship, I mean, he's basically in a witness protection program. She doesn't even know his phone number, but she does know his address. She and he can't stay in one
1: place too long. That's why he's constantly flying around the world. <laughs> well,
2: look, I
0: have a feeling this is a regional flight attendant, but I could be, I could be mistaken.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and does he cash the check? That's but the Warren, other question. What do you
2: think? There's a few things going on here and I appreciate all of them. Um, this woman's old. <laughs> Right, this is old lady, Maybe. old grandma, old bag, just an old beat up crown royal bag filled with bones and dust. Okay, what he needs to she's do? She's for sure a
1: drunk, or she's for sure drinks too much. The no doubt about yeah. it.
2: Yes, no,
0: absolutely. This but, is this is uh, uh, August Osage County grandmother. You bet.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you'd be su- so you'd be surprised how much a, 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 a drunk old bag like that can handle. So here's what well, here's what he needs to do <laughs> is to go up there and go, hey, I'm gay as hell. I'm a flight attendant. I'm getting it in. I'm wilding out here in these streets. Grandma, can you handle that? And she's gonna go, well, damn it, maybe I can. You never <laughs> know. He's avoiding that confrontation because he's so used to this is how she is. But the moment he comes out there, for lack of a better word, back, lack of a better word, come out to her and go, hey, this is who I am the quicker she'll appreciate it also then he can cash that check he has a hundred bucks in his pocket also if you say hey uh here's my phone number and you call the 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 wrinkly old crown royal bag you she'll what happens they'll have the phone number but now we've we've already established our 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 territory here i'm not to be bullied so when you call me on some bullshit i'm gonna pick up the phone and go not now grandma and then if she gets out of pocket, you go look, Grandma. Do you really want to spend these remaining minutes of your life <laughs> talking shit to me? You got minutes left, Grandma. Oh, she's gonna
0: live forever. This woman. The she's mean ones live always forever. do. Yeah, the mean ones are forever.
2: She got quadruple <laughs> digits at most left. Okay, if minutes, right? <laughs> maybe a thousand, maybe two thousand minutes left. She needs to chill out.
0: I think she's she got 20 up. more years to stalk him on this planet. You That's know what, what though?
2: I'll say about what
0: Lamorne <laughs> just said.
1: I think it's true. I think if this is the biggest stressor and villain in your life, you could just let all that go by just being like, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. I am hoping to only be at Southwest temporarily and eventually transfer to United. <laughs> in an, or in
0: Spirit, a, if they'll have me. Spirit. Right. But yeah. um, <laughs> I think
1: I think the – the, I think you just have to do this because right now the guilt's laying on you that she's old and that you're not answering her calls and, you know, you're, you're wearing that. But if you just say who you are and then she's horrible about it and then you're not answering her calls, well, that's really her problem, not yours. Well, this this scat- – But someone Look, doesn't know they're doing something wrong until you tell them.
0: Yes. Right. Well, she knows. But she likes that. She's having fun.
1: That Yeah, she might know.
0: She likes being mean.
1: Some people do. That's so what people-
0: gives her pleasure. Sure. And so, what we're kind of overlooking is this this horrible year that he spent with her in uh, at a formative time when he was sixteen or whatever. Oh, I think so. I she looms. That, yeah. She looms large in his life as a character, and so he takes all of these instead of seeing her for what she is, which is a bag of crown royal filled with dust. Or whatever LeMoyne said, bones and dust <laughs> yeah. and cat hair and, and, you know, mini bottles She has not whatever. taken a
1: sip of water in a decade.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> no way.
1: And deserts st- give. Yep.
0: Instead of seeing her as sort of a pathetic jerk of a person, he sees her as this person who will never accept him, purposely slights his sister by misspelling her name or doesn't care enough to spell it correctly. Which is one of my favorite tricks that older people use when they t- mispronounce people's names, that they misspell them, hey, and they I'll just say, sure. "You're no. not important. You're not really. You know that other person that all that other person you're also related to. Your granddaughter. You know the one.
1: Yep. You know that they just
0: dismiss their presence. <laughs> they just decide like I'm not
1: learning anything more. Okay. Yeah. Well, yep. she That's presumably
0: it's known her since she was a baby, but yeah. That's true. She's just, she's just turning the screw a little bit. She likes causing Fun. trouble. Yeah. She wants somebody to call her, her rep so she can talk about something that happened 25 years ago and why your father is no good and why you are no good. And everybody's rotten, rotten, rotten. And then she hangs <laughs> up. She feels a little better and she swans into her room and has another crown royal and watches, you know, unsolved mysteries. or so whatever. <laughs> write her back,
1: Love that write her back and, um, be like and and it should say something like, "I hope I made you proud. Um, you know, I think about you all the time, and i, I did something I'm just really acclimating to my job, and I did something I've never done, and I, I I would love to hear from you to congratulate me on becoming a member of the Mile High Club the and Mile then,
0: High Club and then
1: <laughs> put a picture, put a picture with your legs fully in the air. <laughs> and someone inside you, and you look at the camera, and you give each other a thumbs up, and then and you say, "Anyway, I'm cashing the check in as a congratulations in honor of my new endeavors and my new life."
0: As a I do hold. think that is so funny. I do, of the of the of the mile high club, uh, yeah. and then wings. Send her, send her include a pair of those little yep. plastic wings in the letter. But <laughs> I think Lamar, actually, your first piece of advice is perfect advice. Here, this is a ghost that's haunting you basically. Mm -hmm. And you need to sort of stop and turn around and say to this ghost, you don't have any power over me.
2: Exactly.
0: And the quickest way to that is to have the conversation. And I would not have a lot of build up to this conversation where you just say, Hey, I wanted to call, say, thank you for the check. And there's something I've been meaning to tell you for, I don't know, 11 years. I'm a homosexual. I like men. And I'm living a great life. I love my new job, blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, I just never, I guess I didn't feel like I needed to come out and say it. And I just wanted to. So I just wanted to make sure you knew or whatever you say. And she's either going to say, oh, great. And respect the fact that you basically pushed her, pushed back at her because Mm -hmm. that's what she's kind of holding over you. She knows you feel scared and weak in her presence because you have a secret. But this doesn't need to be a secret. Yeah. The other option is she'll I- say something horrible, and then yeah. you think, "Oh, well, that's terrific. You've shown me who you are. So I don't have to have a relationship with you anyway."
2: What were you going to say, Lamar? Right. I was going to say you could also you could also put it back on her and compare it and say. There's nothing different between me and Dan over up in the Mile High, Mile High Club than you and Miss Gertrude, who would come to the house all the time. That's right. You and Miss Gertrude would spend so much time together. We knew what you guys were doing. Exactly. You go in and you say, I'm gay, and you are too. You're gay. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. gay, Grandma. Yeah. I got it from you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing
0: is, it's $100, it's not a million dollars. If you want, well, If you want to spend the money on something nice, She's such a crone and she's such a jerk. If you want to spend $100, get yourself something nice, then that's great. If you want to tear up the check because you don't want anything from her, that's fine, too.
2: Well, due to but the lack of uh, service that planes are providing right now, I do think that is necessary to yeah. receive said income because one person does have to provide for themselves. Right. And I think $100 will go a long way on a phone bill, perhaps Keep a, the hundred a sandwich bucks. or two, yeah. maybe even a Starbucks uh, coffee. That's right.
0: You know what, Lamont? I don't want to hear about that. That's what you're, those are fighting
1: <laughs> words, Lamora. You keep drinking your airport
0: coffee, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll look forward. That was to your a review. real.
1: Think about what you've done, from Rana.
0: Okay, Brian, are you reading this one? <laughs> He's lighting. Rana, one? look
1: what you did. Okay.
0: Hi, Rana. Brian, an awesome guest. I apologize. I feel like we can immediately locate people geographically due to things like that. Okay. I apologize, of course, in advance for the lengthy lengthy exhibition to my question. Buckle up.
2: Mm -mm.
0: I think she means exposition. Exposition,
2: yeah. Yeah. Or unless she's taking her clothes off. Very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Here comes the first finger to the glove. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago, my best friend Katie married a man, Toby, who was, in, <laughs> who was in the military on a tour in Afghanistan. They married very quickly, despite many warnings from me and our small circle of friends. Since then, he has retired from the military, and they have two wonderful boys who we love very much. We also have our own two boys, and we have shared... Hand me down clothes and supplies, albeit often through the mail, throughout our years. Through the course of their marriage, they have moved out of state and returned for uh, four years, and they moved. They have moved out of state and returned four years, and we have moved out of state three years, both at different times. Okay. I have always stayed very close to Katie, but our husbands have clashed a bit through the years. We are now both finally living in the same city, and of course, COVID hit. Our new home has a pool in the backyard, and we decided after many discussions about boundaries to host their family while appropriately social distancing. We set them up on their side of the pool, and we had separate coolers for our own drinks and snacks. That's just to let us know that they're living their best life.
1: No kidding.
0: During the first half hour, Toby yelled at his oldest son to stop, quote, being a pussy and let go of the side of the pool and actually swim. For the rest of the afternoon, there was... There were intermittent arguments. My opinion is that he is verbally abusive to his son, and I attribute a lot of it to his PTSD. Furthermore, he entered our house several times and came within a too close for comfort distance over and over. He drank beer after beer and of course got louder and louder and lost all inhibitions. A big issue is we raise our two boys to be kind, respectful, and accepting of all people. We let them take their time learning and hardly ever raise our voices at them. We really don't want our boys witnessing such negative behavior. I was physically and emotionally abused by my father as a child, and he and I are no longer in speaking terms. He also touts how, quote, woke coming to Hulu in September mm-hmm. he is, but always mansplains and belittles his wife and children.
1: Well, yeah, okay. I was gonna say someone who yeah. calls themselves woke usually. Mm-hmm probably isn't
0: well a white person anyway yeah (laughs) there's of course so much more to the story and many nuances that feel impossible to capture in a question to parentheses the best podcast but my question comes to this how do we appropriately ask him to cool his jets towards his son while in our presence and in front of our children without losing the relationship or hurting katie's feelings we can put off seeing them for now because of social distancing, but the problem will still exist after. And also it is really nice to to be able to be around people, although it is still distanced. Thank you so much for helping me with this situation. I love you guys so much. And she did sign it, but I'm not sure that I'll read her name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Well, I, first of all, my serious. first
1: instinct is to say, tell her that your son is now calling you a pussy (laughs) that he just that 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 the kids picked up the language and that that kind of (laughs)
2: shows up calls me pussy every day (laughs) day. i don't know where he gets it from i wake him up
1: (laughs) ever since that day at the pool i don't know lamar what do you think that's tough
0: that's that's an interesting uh approach actually
2: So the so this this woman. Let me just make sure I'm getting this clear. This this woman and her 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 friend, they they both have husbands, and they now live in the same place. They they have a pool. They said you can come to our home. You can social distance. But the but the the friend her friend's husband gets a little drunk. He gets way too close. Um, call he berates his son with like, you know, pussy and you know those types of. Words. Nerd. Telling him not to hold on
0: to the side of the pool. Dork. Dork. Yeah. Yeah. To just swim (laughs) instead of holding on to the side of the pool. Yeah.
2: Right. Um, Went in and um, out of the
0: house, which I think is one of the worst things in the letter. Went into their house without asking.
2: Here's what she's got to do. And it's quite simple. She's got to start calling her husband a pussy. She's got to go, look, I'm not about to walk in this house and beat up this old man for being drunk. But you should. If he walks into our house again, either you, if you say you want to wear the pants in this house, you say, you say you want to be grown. <laughs> hmm? You you want to you lay in bed with me and get this pussy every night? Well, you better this, bring out that dirt the ab the and lay it on the table. Yeah, the yeah, show's and go, off the rails down. Do not let it. Now, off you, now, the we're, now rails we're in a dick down. measuring contest.
0: This is, this you know. Is,
1: I got to say. Brian is
0: shaking his head yes.
1: Of course. Because how – listen, if a child does not need to hear how to name call from someone else's father. They need to hear it from their own. So actually – and they need to see how strong their, their father is. And this woman, when she married him, she probably saw him in a bar fight and then he carried her away mm-hmm. is my guess. Yeah. If they're romantic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think just <laughs> – yeah, just say to him straight up, like, you you knock his lights out or it's lights out on this relationship.
2: Right. Or mama's closed for business. That's right. Mama, so you- mama ain't handling business around this house no more. She, I'm going to quit my job. Okay, I'm going to stop providing for this family. Yeah. Because let's be honest. If she's the one writing in, if she's the one, you know, acknowledging the, the, the craziness going on at the pool and inside of the house during yeah. a crazy time, that means she's probably the one – Handling business inside the house as well, you know? And if she's if she's the boss of this family, she's got to start, you know, delegating tasks to people. Task number one, husband. Go across the street, beat his ass, and let him know, you know, this is as close as we're going to get. Fist in your damn asshole, you piece of <laughs> shit. And then... And then Okay,
0: you know what, Lamorne, this isn't really that. I will actually, say, though. Actually, it is that. I was going to say it wasn't that kind of show, but it really is that I kind of show. I have to say, Ronna. We get letters about that sort of thing all the time. We do, we've gotten time. a few.
1: But, Ronna, I have to say this. I do agree with Lamorne in that I actually think he, the, if her husband says something to the husband,
0: yeah. then it's
1: out of her hands. Like, she doesn't have to worry that she's yes. the bad friend. You know what I mean? Yes. Or the yeah. one who's being... I don't know, just unkind to her friend or something.
0: Where is your husband in all of this? Yeah,
1: he should be talking to the other husband.
0: Point number one is, why are you taking all of this on? What have you two discussed about this? Mm -hmm. Does it bother Mm -hmm. him too, or he's afraid of this guy? Right. And they've had skirmishes over the years. The other point is, if you do put it on your husband, and if your husband does turn around in the middle of the barbecue or whatever and say, hey, Greg, Gnoug, like watch the language here that we don't talk that way here in front of our kids or whatever it is by the way, that's not going to go well. I can just tell you right now because this guy's a bully, but if nothing else, it explodes to a degree that you really have an excuse for not hanging out with these people. Yeah. Cause these men don't like each other anyway. Your husband is probably a very nice guy. This guy is emotionally unstable, hard headed. He is abusive towards his children. He is and he's mean and he's a bully. The fact that he's going into your house, but how come no one's trying to stop him from going into the house? Because everybody's afraid of him and everybody just wants to have a nice time and have a go away. And part of the problem is that these people have young children right now. And so she's sort of, which I really appreciate, she wants these other kids to understand there's another another model, which is we're nice, look how nice it is over here and we're nice to our kids and we support them and blah blah blah, you know, that sort of look how the, another how a family can be. It doesn't have to be that way, but it's not really your responsibility to save these children. And if you're not having a good time, you probably don't want to host them. Like you don't just because you've known them a long time and done hand me downs and this and that. I'm not. It sounds like I'm advocating for everybody to cut off every relationship in their life, and I don't mean to for that. Maybe this <laughs> is just that like- that episode but this guy's a really tricky character and he's volatile and people are afraid of him. And I will also say this, and I'm curious what you two think about this. I think a lot of times things like this happen and then parents don't discuss it in front of the kids because they don't want them to either feel that they're reliving it or feel damaged by, you know, I personally, and maybe this is terrible advice. Don't think there's anything wrong with you and your husband talking about what happened in front of your children. You don't have to talk to them about it necessarily, Mm -hmm. but where you're sort of saying that was totally inappropriate. And the way he talks to that kid is blah, 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 blah. So that your kids understand that you're not okay with that behavior, but probably the quickest route to that is to have the husband say something to in front of everybody.
2: Yeah. I, 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 think you say it in front of the kids. Um, it's a teachable moment that you don't have to sit down and teach. You yeah. can just openly have the discussion. Kids are sponges; they'll pick up. They'll, you know, yeah. they'll do with that what they will. You know what I mean? Um, they'll learn how to 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 handle themselves in a situation like that. Hell, who knows? One of the kids could stand up for their friend. You know? Hey, don't be a pussy. You can go. Uh, you don't talk to you don't talk to him like that, or don't talk to me like that, or whoever he's talking to. Yeah, you know. I think that's very important for the kids to then understand that, uh, like, my dad is an actual pussy and won't stand up for us, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the man in the house. Yeah, I'm you, not saying he's a pussy, I'm just no, saying. No, but
0: you're showing your kids that when bad behavior—these people mm-hmm. are there enjoying your hospitality, and, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to call everybody on everything all the time, but you're showing your kids that you're fine with that taking place in your house. Right. And— They're going to pick that up too. So, you know,
2: they'll think it's normal.
0: I I don't think these are people that you need to have. This guy's problems aren't going to be cured by somebody telling him to curb his language or his behavior. He can probably, first of all, he's not going to take kindly to it, but if he did, he can handle that for a certain Mm -hmm. amount of time. He's a really Ah. angry, frustrated guy. So Brian and Lamorne, you both say, uh, tell your husband to puff his chest up a little bit and show your sons or your children what it's like to be a real man.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause I think if you get involved in this, you'll just be, it just, it will just sort of the friendship will be affected by it. Yeah. Right. 100%. Yeah. Um, I just want to say Lamorne that actually before we go, we always do a thing mm-hmm. where we send one of the people who have written in, uh, a prize. And we just send that to the, to one of the letters we think deserves it the most. So Ronna, what's the prize this week? I think I know, but do you want to say? Well,
0: for this month, we've been doing our coffee. We just launched our coffee. So for this month, we're giving away our coffee, but normally we give away. Sometimes it's a Lumia lip balm. Sometimes it's a large cast iron skillet. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's, you know, a beautiful milled soap from Portugal. Oh, Some nice. ch- you know, all kinds of fabulous Portugal. things. Uh, yeah. But this week it's our fabulous coffee. So-, nice.
1: so, Lamorne, do you think we should give it to the person who's always canceled on by the friend with no explanation? Or do you think we should give it to this uh, woman who is having tension with her wife's husband? Or to grandma's f- favorite? Or do you think we should give it to grandma's favorite?
2: Least favorite. Oh, that's a tough one. Because of the first one, that person could then give that coffee to her friend who's always not showing up and say, wake your lazy ass up, bitch. Get some energy and show the fuck up to the, to the woods, bitch. These,
0: these gifts are not transferable.
2: Okay, I so they have, have to keep them that. themselves? Yeah. Well, maybe still the first one, when they drive to this long road trip, they might need the coffee to keep them awake. But at the same time, I think we give it to the flight attendant. To give, to give this person some energy and courage to talk to that old lady. Yeah. I'm Put with Put your foot you. down. Yeah. And flying all over the world, flying all over the world, you need some coffee every once in a while. He you know needs a, need a some-
0: little liquid courage, but not the kind that grandmas used to have.
2: No,
1: right. get real yeah. caffed up, and then <laughs> yeah. just, till your eyes are red, and then dial the number. Call
0: yeah. her up, scream into the phone, it's your grandson, I'm gay, and then hang up yeah yep. <laughs> and Absolutely. then just keep phony phone calling up for the rest of the caller do a second voice the next time call it back to the exact same thing in a different voice yeah. just keep hanging up
1: yeah exactly that's what i thought and then call and say do you want to play a game <laughs>
0: pennywise you're back
1: yeah yeah well that, that was supposed to be the guy from scream oh i'm not very good at impressions though
0: well i never saw a scream good. of course so what do i know
1: uh, lamorne you can find him at lamorne everywhere absolutely that's right right it's just at lamorne At
2: lamorne on on twitter it's at lamorne morris which is okay. my last name and right. uh yeah that's it man You can find me in these streets
1: truly desperados is on netflix right now you number can always one. go back and watch episodes Weed. of new girl and woke is coming out this fall on hulu
2: yes indeed we have the number one movie on netflix right now i know
0: but Desperados is absolutely the number one movie on Netflix in the, mm-hmm. in the world. In and the that is really world. something.
2: That and if you want
0: to see Lemoyne in a tank top, that's the place to go. That's
1: right. That's the way to go. Or just come yeah. to my
2: house.
0: Yeah.
1: Or just cruise on by <laughs> 6538 uh, 970 <laughs> Sunset Boulevard.
0: <laughs> Lemoyne, we adore you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank and, you. And uh, much continued success. We can't wait to watch Woke.
2: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I love you all. I appreciate kiss, the call.
0: Kiss, kiss, dear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You ready for the cliffhanger, Rana?
0: If I was born ready. Here we go. Okay,
1: dear Ron and Brian. Oh, do you want? Do you want to read it?
0: No, of course I want you to okay. read it.
1: Dear Ron and Brian, thank you <laughs> so much for all that you both give in your Ask Ron and Brian podcast. Yeah. In addition to the COVID-19 situation, we are all enduring. I've been going through some major health battles. Hmm. These things get me down, of course, but you both give me so much joy every week. I should be embarrassed to admit this, but I bet I'm not alone. You two have had me laughing so hard that I've had to run to the bathroom for fear of wetting myself. Uh, that's I've never heard that. That's I incredible. I think
0: that's a compliment.
1: I think so too, I'm choosing
0: to take that as a compliment.
1: That's the choice to make. I have a dilemma that I'm hoping you can help me handle. What I'm about to share happened pre pandemic, but will likely be a recurring event in my future. Okay. When my mother-in-law and father-in-law came to town, they decided to stay with my husband and me in our small New York city apartment, even though they could afford to stay in a nice hotel. We made an effort to show them the city and went out frequently for walks or to share a meal in a restaurant. I am a smoker My in-laws are both ex-smokers and physicians. I get a ton of pressure from them about me smoking and about quitting. About my smoking and about quitting. I was puzzled when I noticed that my cigarette butts in the ashtray seemed much smaller, smoked all the way down, than was my habit. But I thought nothing of it. However, as the days of their visit wore on, I saw a pattern. My Father-in-law kept forgetting things, which would necessitate his going back into the apartment to find whatever it was while we all waited on the street. Well, I put two and two together and decided to find an excuse to go back into the apartment after he had done so. Sure enough, it was smoky inside of our bathroom. (gasps) He had been smoking my butts. What a hypocrite he is. I was blown away. I mean, this man is a neurosurgeon of great reputation. I am so angry because of all the crap he's been giving me. I did not out him or confront him about his behavior. My husband didn't want me to. Plus, they are from a culture where respect for one's elders is mandatory. However, this will inevitably happen the next time we are together. What should I do? Is there a way I can talk to him about this? Thank you again for the laughter and sage advice. I'm just going to say P because I don't know if she wants us to say her name. Patricia. Her name's Patricia.
0: Yeah, she's been outed. That's right. Patricia Smokes.
1: Patricia, her name is Patricia Smokes.
0: Her name is Patricia and she smokes.
1: And she smokes. Yeah.
0: Well, well, well that's well. a good one. That is an exciting cliffhanger.
1: I love ones like that where we yeah. get to sort of decide like how she's gonna bust these people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is a re- there is we have to plan a real operation for Patricia for I this can't one. Wait. Yeah, that's a great question. Um okay, so join us on Patreon for the for the answer where we answer Please. all of our favorite c- cues uh patreon.com slash ask rana and on
1: for the coffee. The
0: coffee continues to be a giant hit. People are loving it. We love getting the videos. We love getting the unbagging videos. We love the little stories. It truly, we make a lot of jokes. The feedback means the world to us. And we're so excited that everyone's enjoying it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) kiss, kiss, kiss,
1: kiss,